with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. An 84-year-old Hampton man has died from injuries sustained in a two-vehicle accident yesterday about 3.20 p.m. at the intersection of Highway 65 and 170th Street just north of Hampton. The Iowa State Patrol reports Robert Norman Irwin of Hampton was driving a golf cart and stopped at Highway 65 on 170th Street and failed to yield the right-of-way to a Harley-Davidson motorcycle driven by 54-year-old Corey William Spear of Hampton. Irwin began crossing the intersection going from east to west when Spear struck the golf cart in the northbound lane of traffic on Highway 65. Irwin died in the accident while Spear was transported to Franklin General Hospital for treatment of unknown injuries. The accident remains under investigation by the Iowa State Patrol. Today, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors will hold a public hearing to amend the county's current fiscal year budget and will then consider adoption of said budget. The Hardin Supervisors will also consider setting a public hearing date concerning a proposal to convey interest in real property. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Eldora. Today, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors will consider a resolution that would establish fiscal year 2025 funds to libraries in Franklin County. In other business, the board will discuss snow removal bids and will review an occupancy agreement with Prairie Ridge. The Franklin County Board of Supervisors meet today 8.30 a.m. at the courthouse in Hampton. Today, the Wright County Board of Supervisors will review and consider a letter of support for the Heart of Iowa Regional Housing Trust Fund for $14,303. The Wright Supervisors will also discuss county video for drainage ditches. The Wright County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Clarion. A building that has stood in Mason City for over 110 years is being torn down. The Letts, Spencer, and Smith Company building has been located at the corner of Highway 122 and Highway 65 since 1909. In June of 2021, a portion of the parapet on the building broke, which dropped some debris on the ground. That reduced lanes of traffic and closed sidewalks for a period of time next to the building. Tierney Properties, the owner of the building, is tearing it down with no plans at the present time to redevelop the land. The Clarksville City Council today will receive an update on the open maintenance position. We'll consider rescinding a motion concerning sanitation rates and we'll consider a donation to Butler County Visions of Well-Being. The Clarksville City Council meets today at 6.30 p.m. at City Hall. Iowans of all ages and abilities need to be prepared for severe weather, but people with mobility issues either due to a disability or age need to be especially conscious of where they would seek shelter in case of an emergency. Emily Holly, who is Regional Communications Manager for the Nebraska-Iowa Chapter of the American Red Cross, has issues with severe chronic pain, and she walks with a cane, and she explains. For my family, we have a spot under the basement stairs that we get to. However, if there was a time where I was unable to get down those stairs, we have a windowless room, the laundry room, where I would go. Holly says she has a go bag that contains an array of emergency supplies like fresh water, non-perishable food, and a flashlight. 
along with other essentials like a battery power pack to charge a phone. Folks using various mobility devices, especially those that depend on electricity, um, you want to make sure that you have at least three days worth of power supply. You want to make sure that you are able to utilize those devices that are helping you function. Consider that safe spot in your house, an emergency shelter, and outfit it with whatever you might need, including snacks and medications. We always recommend folks have a battery-powered or crank radio so that you can hear what's going on. You also want to make sure that you have the ability to protect your head. I like to recommend that folks keep a bicycle helmet for each of their, their family members in that tornado shelter. The Red Cross has an emergency app that's free, and Holly says it will come in very handy when you need it. It gives lots of preparedness tips for people in different circumstances, in different locations. You can also set up warnings throughout the country. So, for example, my sister lives in Massachusetts, and I have her location set up. So in the event that some severe weather is, is hitting her location, I get an alert. Now, it's important to plan what you would do in an emergency, and Holly suggests holding a drill with the entire family twice a year. Find more tips by going to redcross.org. Again, that's redcross.org. The interim outreach director for the Iowa Association of Christian Schools says the new state fund education savings account program is likely to lead to the opening of more private schools. Josh Boer is also head of the school at Sioux Center Christian School, he says getting $7,600 from the state to cover tuition and other private school expenses provides a pathway for schools of all kinds to start. 42 Iowa counties do not have a private school. 75 counties do not have a private high school. Last week, the Hampton-Dumont School Board held a special meeting, received reports from four construction management at-risk firms. The HD Board voted to approve Larson Construction of Independence to be the construction management at-risk firm for an upcoming construction project. Larson will provide professional services and will act as a consultant to the district in the design, development, and construction phases. Also, the nominating period for the 2023-24 Golden Owl Award honoring excellence in agriculture education is now open for submissions. The annual Golden Owl Award celebrates the outstanding work of agriculture education leaders in Iowa. Students, fellow teachers, faculty, and other partners are invited to submit nominations for exceptional ag educators who have made a difference. Seven finalists for the award will be selected in early 2024. Each finalist will receive a $500 prize, a commemorative engraved plaque, and the chance to be named as Iowa's top agriculture educator. A grand prize of $3,000 and the Golden Owl Trophy will be presented to the winner of the, at the uh, Iowa FFA Convention in April. Nominations for the Golden Owl Award will be accepted through December the 1st. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is the new president of Iowa Valley Community College of the District, Dr. Ann Hauser-Boyens, who will discuss her new position, which officially begins November 1st. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archived programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The Powerball jackpot climbed to an estimated $1.04 billion after no one beat the immense odds 
and won the giant prize. Although the game highlights the $1.04 billion prize, that's for a winner who has paid through an annuity over 30 years, most winners choose the cash payout option. For the next drawing tonight, that will be an estimated $478.2 million. The latest bit of lottery losing, there have been 30 consecutive drawings without a jackpot winner dating back to July 19th when a player in California won $1.08 billion. That winless streak is due to the tough odds of winning the Powerball jackpot, which are 1 in 292.2 million. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 92 and the low of 60. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.